This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. The One Tough Mother Podcast. The One Tough Mother Show is real talk with special guests, including industry leaders, celebrities, and amazing women who've overcome adversities to work their way to the top and are willing to share their real life lessons. Remember, you don't have to be a mother to be one tough mother. It's all about you. And welcome to the One Tough Mother Show. It's October and I'm burning wood for heat. Oh my God. It went from rain nonstop to cold. I can't believe it. And the time changes this week, I think. No, no, next weekend, right, Seth? Yeah, I think it's the 4th or the 5th, something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, next weekend, the 5th, because Halloween's on Wednesday. Uh, Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And so how have you been? What, is it cold at your house? It's a little chilly, yeah, but um, my neighbor moved out. All the way? Uh, she's not living here. I mean, she has a couple things still. Like She left a dump of, like, the, put it this way, the landlord has to get a dumpster. Wow. How disgusting and horrible she is, and... um. Just all the way to the end, it's still a battle. Uh, I found out not only her air conditioner running on my electricity, but I think her washer dryer had been on my electricity for the last five years. Wow. Yeah. That is, wait, now, what did the landlord, did you have a conversation with the landlord about this? Well, uh, he's he's been, um, it's funny, he, he's, he's only responsive at the worst times. And I texted him, I said, uh, what dirt does she have on you? Then he called me and threatened me. He called you? He called me and started threatening me because I, I, I claimed that she had dirt on him, So, which makes me feel like he's even more guilty. Um, I was like, are you, I just snapped. I was like, are you threatening me? I was getting, I was going crazy. And we calmed down. We had a good discussion, but he thinks like he's just going to fix the electric and that's that. I was like, uh, no. I said, we can meet in person and work, work something out. I'm not going to try to rake him over the coals, but he's got to do something. Oh, heck yeah. Five years of her washer and dryer and air conditioner on yours? Come on. Exactly. I don't think she ever ran that air conditioner. I think she started running it just for to, on purpose to run up our electricity. Wow. Holy cow. Well, I'm glad she's gone. Good riddance to her. Yes. Bye-bye. Yeah, well, bye-bye. Her harassment uh, case against her as well. What happened? I have a harassment case against her in court in a couple of weeks. Oh, boy. She'll never show. I don't think so either. Nah, she's done. She That was her last hurrah, and now she's gone out of it. 
She's she moved, so on, moved on with her life. She's just upset that she couldn't get us out to move out of the building. And we tried. We just couldn't we just couldn't pull it together to move out. So <laughs> good. So she said it was a lose lose for her all the way around. Are the kids excited about Halloween? Oh uh, yeah. Well, of course Talia wants to wear Alex's costume. So Oh no. Work. Oh no. She was super excited when I spoke to her about her costume. What is Alex gonna be? Uh Kion from the Lion Guard. Oh, Oh, now she wants, and she was going to be a witch. She's a shark, actually. A shark, that's right. Yeah. And she's a great oh, shark. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> now she's going to fight because she wants to wear his. Well, she likes to fight. She just, just a few minutes ago had boxing gloves on and was punching little blocks. So. Yeah. <laughs> she is a treat. You should, you should have let her loose on your neighbor. Oh, the, oh! I, I never showed you that video. I have actually have a video of her arguing with the neighbor through the door. It's hilarious. Wait, 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 wait! Talia arguing with your neighbor? Yeah, the the neighbor was complaining about something. She's banging on the door, she, and and she said something, and Talia goes, "No, it's not." And, and she goes, "Yes, it is." She's arguing with two year olds. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I can't take it. I don't know what you're going to do now that your neighbor's gone. I don't know. Your life is going to be too calm. Well, it was very stressful. Like for like 14 months, this woman was like, just didn't know what she was capable of doing. She's really crazy. And, you know, on the way. Well, in, I'm glad she's gone. Just bottles and bottles of alcohol, wine, whiskey, scotch, like just empty bottles and recycling. So, you know, I think she was mostly mad because she's probably hung over most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. She's whacked. She's totally whacked. Well, yep. goodbye to her, and uh, it's it's fall now. Be gone with you. Move on with your life. I'm sure. I'm sure she'll have like you know she'll show up this weekend and like uh, turn off her electricity or something. <laughs> oh, you think she's gonna have a swan song? Well, she did. The uh, cops were here last weekend. Um, she unplugged our cable, our FiOS, a bunch of times. Oh boy! Screaming at her and played the recording for the police officers. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, I, hopefully it's over. It's over, dude. Let's look at the bright side of this. It's over. It's over. I think, I think people listen to this show just to hear my updates with my neighbor though. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Cause she's gone <laughs> anyway. Well, here's, we're going to give them a good reason to listen to this show. Today's guest on the one tough mother's show is a talented singer, songwriter, and model. She's actually a first on our show. We've never had a, a singer-songwriter on our show, so I was super excited about this. Genesis Jones began her career in entertainment as a model, traveling the world, performing on runways and in commercials, but soon she found her true calling. Genesis wants a passion for the healing nature of writing and creating music, which shines through in her voice, lyrics, and stunning presence on stage. Her first single, With or Without You, has actually climbed to number 19 on Billboard's Dance Club song charts. It's with great, great, great pleasure and excitement. We welcome, for the first time, a singer-songwriter to our show, Genesis Jones. It's with great pleasure and excitement. We welcome to the One Tough Mother Show our first singer songwriter guest. We've had women from all over the world, but this is our first singer songwriter, which I'm super, super excited about. Genesis Jones, thank you for Hi. being here. 
Hi, thank you for having me. This is so exciting. Thank you. It's super exciting to have you here. And I just, I'm just, I listened to your new song with or without you. It's amazing. It's just amazing. You must be over the top. Wow. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's exciting. And I actually really love the song myself. So that even makes it even more exciting. <laughs> exactly. Now, did you wrote the song, correct? I wrote it. Um, I wrote it with some other writers, but yes, I was one of the writers. So let's jump right into, let's get some background on you. So Genesis, give us a little bit of your backstory. Like where'd you come from? I mean, like where were you born and raised? I was born and raised in Louisiana. My mom is from Louisiana. And then um, we moved to California. And then I moved to New York. And it's a really great time. I love being a Southern girl in New York City. It's very fun. I know that is a lot of fun. And like entertainment <laughs> music's always been in your blood. But that's not exactly, music is not where you got your start, right? No. I started modeling when I was a kid and I loved modeling to a point and then it just stopped. You know how things in life you can just say, okay, I'm done with this. And then music just worked its way into my life um, very naturally and very organically. And I'm thankful for that. Yeah, I mean, modeling, yeah, you can definitely, you get to a point in your life with anything. I think that you're just like, okay, been there, done that, and want to move on to something else. Yeah. And, Thank God the universe was kind enough to me to send me something else that I was more passionate about that just fills my soul. And, you know, music is one of those things you can never master. So you're always growing up as a musician and you're always hoping to be more musical. So it's an awesome situation to be in in my life. And, you know, that's really, for sure. It's it's awesome because your family background is music, right? Yes. Yes. The craziest musicians, I think, in the world <laughs> <laughs> your mom was think, a backup singer was your mom a singer right yeah my mom's a backup singer and i love to tell these stories where you know my mom would be going from gig to gig and she would forget to put shoes on me she'd just say get in the car let's go <laughs> and it would be in the studio with you know one great r&b or gospel singer after another and I, I can't imagine a different childhood i feel sorry for all these normal childhoods because that was fucking that, Excuse me, I just cursed. That's all right. That, <laughs> that was, was crazy. No, it's your, it's your normal. That's that's no, please. That's perfectly fine. And wait, you you also had a very famous aunt, though, right? Yeah, Mahalia Jackson. She's the queen, isn't she? That's she set the standard for everybody. And I also think that she made gospel music like a household kind of thing, almost like a pop thing, if you will, for that time, because she was in everyone's house. I mean. You bring Mahalia Jackson's name up to any musician and they're like, oh, my mother played that. Oh, my grandmother played that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it was in gospel music. Was It was in everyone's house, which I don't think is the case so much today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. And she was she absolutely was the queen. She's amazing. So let's talk about the industry itself, because in the entertainment industry, as you know, it's the company you keep to get a break. I mean, you have to keep some pretty good company to be able to to get into that industry because it's so, so full. Tell us about that. Well, you know, 
Um, my father had passed away, and I was I met Quincy Jones from my great aunt. That whole setup, you know, like from my mom through my great aunt, and um, you know when my father passed away, Quincy just advised me to sing and write music. And I really think now, looking back, in hindsight, it was something that he saw in me that I couldn't see in myself. But he did say to me, this will save you, because my dad was like, I, I, I feel like, you know, it's, an, it's like one of those things where it, a closeness, he was just my soulmate beyond being my father. So I didn't really have the bearings of how it was going to go on without him. And then I found music and I really had no intention on doing this as a profession. I just got this incredible music teacher and she just kept bringing me along and bringing me along. And, you know, Michael Jackson worked with her. A lot of different people worked with her. and She knew how to help me. And I think in music that that is one of the things that's essential to find a teacher that knows how to help you. And then therefore the music that came out of me, I was able to attract people that resonated with my music that kept giving me breaks. So, you know, the first thing I did was I write these songs and they were in commercials and people would just ask me, can I use your music to put in my commercial? It wasn't like I had some manager or some agent or a publishing deal. People just heard my music and said, oh, I want to put it in this commercial. Oh, I want to put it in this TV show. Or, you know, and then Vince Vaughn got on board my projects and he kept using my music for his movies and I just kept graduating and it was very natural, just very natural. It wasn't some business plan. It, it isn't, it wasn't like that for me. And then I met Corey Rooney who, you know, I believe made JLo. Um, I think Puffy would probably dispute that, but he made Jennifer Lopez and he made Bruno Mars and 50 Cent and he gave all these people a break and he called me and said, I want to make a record with you. And this is where we're at. Did that just blow your and mind? And then... Did it just blow your mind? Blew my mind. Blew my mind. Still I mean, blows you're my running mind. around screaming, it's, going, oh my God, I can't even get over this? It still blows my mind. I was, I, I was driving down La Brea, and he called me. A, I was just amazed he was calling me. And then B, um, he's like, I want to make a record with you. I want to make a real record with you. And I can feel it inside my body, like, it's just happening right now. Right now, it was the most amazing dream come true because I think most musicians want to work with another real musicians. You know, everyone has that deep inside them, I believe. And he's like, we're going to sit at the piano and we're going to come up with chords and we're going to come up with melodies and we're going to come up with things that we love and we're going to make music out of it. And that's exactly how we did it. And I, from here, I don't know where it goes, but I, as far as I'm concerned, I've done it all. <laughs> no, no, stop. You haven't yet. <laughs> no, you haven't done it all yet. But you know what I love both, I mean, most in your um, intro, you talked about the healing powers of music. And I love that. I mean, you used that after your father passed away, right? Yes. Yeah, it saved my life. It saved my life. And I always say this, too, that, you know, the first sign of life is... The drum beat, that beat, heartbeat, and that's the drums. And so for me, that's my visual. When I begin a song, the first thing I do is hone in on the on the rhythms. And the rhythms are what brings that song to life for me. And it's a very visual 
thing for me. And in fact, I, I love that, um, the way I approach music in that sense. I even went to Africa and I went to all these different tribes and I just listened to the way that they created their drum sounds and the way these drum sounds just make their villages and their tribes it really identifies them in a lot of senses. I mean, that's how deep it is for me. I was like, I'm going to the motherland. I'm going to figure it all out. Yeah, it's so funny because it does. It, it really resonates down through your soul. And you can almost feel it coming out your feet when you when you hit a beat that you really, that you identify with or, or that you really feel is in your heart. And the funny thing is, when you have a... A, a really tragic thing happen in your life, like if you have a, a, a divorce or a breakup or a death, there's sometimes that you can't even listen to music because music brings back so much emotion. Did you ever feel that way? Like it just pulls so much emotion from you that music just mm. really just is the center of so much. Well, that's a powerful question for me. Um, the short answer is yes, for sure. I mean, there were days where... <clears throat> I would be sitting with my music teacher and I, I, it was just so, you know, music is so raw, right? It's so all encompassing. And then it also is so, you know, you're so vulnerable. You're so exposed in it. Otherwise there's no music. Yeah. You know, Quincy would always say, man, leave your ego at the door. And, and I, for me, that's the truest thing. You can't make, you can't be the deepest creative space in your ego so yes um it's it, that's a very deep question for me i it's funny that's a funny question for me yes 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 and yes yeah i think we've all felt that way <laughs> i mean i've been through some mm -hmm. some tragedies in my life where i actually would like go to turn on the on the stereo and i'd be like no because i already knew it was going to open me up i already knew mm -hmm. i was going to bleed mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i, I yeah, just was it. like mm -hmm. i'd step back from it and say no i'm not ready to bleed this out yet i'm not i'm not ready to go to that space mm -hmm. and 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 also it can be the flip side of it it can pull you out of a space where you're ready to go on so. absolutely it's very healing it's mm -hmm. very very mm -hmm. healing and it kind of connects us right Genesis, because you and I are talking about the same thing here. We've never met. It connects us with each other that everybody has that vulnerability, that rawness in them. Yeah. And that's the thing that is um, of electronic music. I love it. It's so fun. And, you know, it's the you get your groove on and have a great time. And it's very... Um, but it's also, you know, it doesn't really bring that essence to the, you know, that human experience that ex where you hear those live drums or you hear that live bass or that piano, you know, it kind of leaves you empty in that sense. And I also believe that's why music is so temporary. These, this, you know, it's like Brianna can drop a record today and we won't be listening to it in a month from now. And it can be a slamming record, but... You know, those instruments aren't there. Those live instruments aren't there. Those real instruments. I think that it doesn't give it that staying power. I think I agree with you on that. I really do. So so let's talk about that then. Let's talk about your inspiration for your song, With or Without You. Where'd that come from? Oh, the first line I wrote in that song was Joan of Arc of the Battle. And I just was observing all this political 
going on in the world and you know just what's going on with women in the world and i was like yeah forget about that i'm gonna get on my home going to win and do me right <laughs> <laughs> i'm laughing but that was that's how that, the the go ahead no the whole essence and the whole title of the song that's where it came from pj blanco was like hey i got this deal going with snake let's do some music together and i got on a plane the next day and we and i was writing that song on the plane oh my gosh it was just like yeah it was just so visual like it was just a very visual experience for me i'm like yep yep i'm doing this (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad because that's what i like to hear i like to hear like you just like that's it this is me i'm taking the reins and i'm going in like both guns blazing yes that's that was the song that's where it came from and that's the inspiration for the song oh that's awesome so genesis in this journey going from modeling which is very visual very um you have to be on task you know everyone's staring at you for your beauty now going to something as deep as music and that's very visual as well music can be very visual do you feel that there's there's something else still out there or do you think for right now you found your groove right now i've found my groove and it's it's very um i I don't see anything for me outside side of music i mean to me it's the ultimate place in the world to live and everything else is just fun but musically i woke up at three o'clock in the morning last night and i heard this song and it was just it's just a zone and it's just a place that is so magical and i just think it's the most ultimate space to live in on this planet maybe later i might mature into something else but right now this is it I, I just it. want more, more, more. I love it. I love it. So in Thank all you. of the all the journey that you've been through, everything that you've been going through, flipping careers, flipping, you know, your focus on what you're doing in your world, what's been your biggest learning lesson? <laughs> Such a good question. Oh my God. I had a million pictures when you asked me that question. Most importantly, do everything from love and be yourself no matter what anyone says to you no matter who says you're supposed to be doing this or you can't do that just go through it in a loving space and you will come out on the side that you want to be in excellent excellent and to young artists out there what do you say rock out Right. Keep going, right? <laughs> Don't take no for an answer. <laughs> One time I met that dude from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he's to rock out with your cock out. <laughs> 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 and I swear, just go for it, man. Just go for it. There's so much music to do, and it's the most uniting thing there is right now. And as and as a human race, that's what's missing, and that's what's needed. Oh, that's great. And what's next? What are you doing next? What's your next big gig? I um, just stepped out of rehearsals and we're rehearsing to go on tour. And my next single is Wanna Love You Bad. And Corey Rooney and I wrote it together. And it is my favorite song I've ever recorded. And my favorite song I'm ever performing to. So my next single is I Wanna Love You Bad. And it's hot. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Where can people find you, Genesis? Uh, GenesisJonesMusic.com. 
Okay, and on YouTube, you're right there, right? Yes, every across the board. Uh, Instagram, ins- GenesisJonesMusic.com, YouTube, GenesisJonesMusic.com, or not .com, Genesis Jones Music, and my website is GenesisJonesMusic.com. Well, I, all I have to say to you is rock out. I mean, have the best time ever. Keep it going. Thank you so very much for being our first musical guest. We love you, and I think you're going to, You're well, there's no doubt. You're on your way, girlfriend. Oh, my God. Thank you, and thank you for having me. It's such an honor and a pleasure. Thank you. I'm really grateful. Oh, you as well. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and go back to rehearsal. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And we're back, and we've got headlines and headaches, and boy, there's a lot of them today. Man, the world just gets crazier every day. Um, As most of you know, uh, pipe bombs target the U.S., um, big targets, you know, president, former president, Barack Obama, uh, Hillary Clinton's house, uh, CNN, the time Warner building was evacuated in New York city today. Um, I know this happened earlier this week to billionaire George Soros, who's also a big, uh, Democrat supporter. Um, there's been no claim of responsibility and, uh, Nothing was, uh, nothing was harmed. Nobody was harmed, which is a miracle. Uh, Clinton's package was intercepted by secret service. Obama's was found on Wednesday. Um, it's just crazy. Uh, it's, you know, it's just, and it's so, I don't know. And then you, you go on Twitter now and everyone's saying that Trump's behind it and everything. It's just, it's a lot of craziness. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I don't either. And actually there was that, then, um, Debbie Wasserman or Wasserman Schultz in um, Florida. And then somebody, I, I was kind of scrolling through things and somebody said, there's somebody in LA. Uh, it's just insane, insane that people, you know, innocent people will be hurt and killed because somebody's trying to make a statement of some sort. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I hate politics. And uh, I hate all these people. Yeah, and and you know we make we make a an effort to stay away from political issues and not to to voice our political opinions on our show because it just it's volatile. It's it doesn't. It, there's no good that can come from what what's happening. No. And um, yeah, I don't know, the story's been all over the place, and it's just I, I. It'll be interesting to see if they can get to the bottom of it and see what's really going on but i i I doubt that'll happen yeah you know it's so many places received them i mean are we up to six or seven and then the envelope of white powder that was found next to um the uh explosive device at cnn it's just i can't stand that people have to make a statement by hurting innocent people yeah that's horrible it's it's cowardly to me it is so cowardly that you send out bombs or do the things that you do and hurt innocent people when you can just stand up and, and be for, in the forefront and, and voice your opinion. I agree. Well, it, it, there's, it's, it's not going to go. I mean, I, I, I really am fearful for the days ahead this week because I think, you know, I just don't, I don't know. I just worry so much about it. 
Yeah, probably more to come. All right. And other great news, uh, Adidas executive found guilty in bribe scandal. Um, an Adidas executive, former consultant and sports agent were found guilty of fraud charges resulting from payments allegedly uh, directed to the families of several top ranked high school basketball players. The guilty verdict from a federal jury in Manhattan could have significant implications in efforts to rid corruption from college sports. Good luck. Right. Um, Jim Gatto, Adidas head of global sports marketing, was found guilty of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud, with prosecutors claiming he helped bribe recruits' families to try and convince them to attend Adidas-sponsored universities, including University of Louisville and the University of Kansas. Been going on um, forever. Yeah, and I just read an article about um, LeBron's agent. What he did was um, he, he uh, took his high school client or high school kid who just graduated high school. Cause you know, NBA makes you wait a year. Right. He, a shoe company hired him as, uh, as a three month intern getting paid like a million dollars. Yeah. And it's legal. Yeah. Cause I, I guess, I don't know. I think if you, if you graduate high school and you're good enough to go to the NBA, they shouldn't stop. They you. should not stop you. They should not. No, you're eight. You're able to make a living. Right, 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 right. It, no, you, you're able to go to uh, war. Right. And, and you know, they talked about this with uh, football players as well. These colleges make so much money off college football and college basketball that, you know, maybe these, these players should get paid. Right, right. They make yeah, so much money off of sports. And this is the very truth. All three of my sons played college football. And the things that you learn, I mean, colleges, universities, it's a money-making gig, dude. Big time. That's like they're big time money makers. You know, those, those stadiums get filled every week. Yeah. And all those people that are paying tuition that will be in debt for the next 25 or 30 years. I mean, it's sad, but, but universities make so much money off their sports programs. It's, it's just disgusting. I agree. So, yuck. Shame on you, NCAA. Shame. And shame on you guys, too. Two wrongs don't make a right. right. Okay, let's move on. Uber's secret network of restaurants. Uber has quietly begun building a clandestine uh, restaurant network to feed demand for its booming Uber Eats app. It's pretty cool how they've uh, morphed. Uber's data team analyzes order demand in each neighborhood and actively seeks to create exclusive delivery only Delivery-only options to fill any apparent gaps. If, for instance, the data perceives that there's untapped demand for burgers in the area, Uber will approach a restaurant in the neighborhood and ask them to cook burgers exclusively for Uber Eats. Uber then sets up a new restaurant name for the secret kitchen, only accessible via its app. That sounds like genius. Isn't it crazy cool? Like, I, I actually, a friend of mine's son is driving for Uber Eats. Wow really smart yeah i mean and i forget what she said he made but he was making some nice coin driving delivering people's food well probably get tips that's why yeah absolutely i think that helps a lot because you know i think people more will tip more on food delivery than anything absolutely else. it's like being in a restaurant you tip your waitress yeah absolutely so good luck uber and hopefully no bad stories come out of that. You know, there's always a bad Uber story. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, 
New home sales dipped in September. New home sales followed those for existing homes down in September. Um, the latest sign that higher mortgage rates are pinching home buyers. Do you know, um, purchases of the newly built uh, single-family homes dropped 5.5% from August, according to the Commerce Department, which said last week that existing home sales fell 3.4% in the month. Also feeding to higher prices for homes are a skilled labor shortage and higher costs for materials. I can tell you, in my town, there must be like 20 houses that are for sale for like a million dollars. And it's just, those prices keep dropping now because it's just, there's no, it's oversaturated. Wow. It's crazy. That is crazy. There's a house started at 999000 Then it went down, down, down. I think it's down now to seven ninety nine. I must be missing some part of your town because, I mean, Westfield is a nice town, but I don't see them them getting a million dollars for the homes. Well, I'll show you. Maybe you didn't see. I'll show you next time. There's some yeah, there's some huge homes here. But it's funny. I went in there and looked at it just for the hell of it. It was an open house. He's like, well, the location. You're in Westfield. The location's so great. I was like, but this house sucks. <laughs> kidding me. Dude, I don't you know. You want not, that much money? God, I wouldn't give you half of that for this house. Oh, my God. Crazy. And the train doesn't yeah, even go yeah. straight into the city anymore. No, hopefully that'll change again since I'll be going in the city every day soon. So hopefully that changes. Um, Yahoo. Yahoo. Remember the commercials? Yahoo. Yahoo. $50 million breach payout. Yahoo will pay $50 million in damages and provide two years of free credit monitoring to the 200, 200 million people whose information was stolen during a security breach in 2013 and 2014. The breach wasn't disclosed until 2016 after Yahoo had negotiated a $4.8 billion sale of its digital services to Verizon Communications. Verizon will pay half of the settlement cost, with the other half to be paid by Altabo, the company set up to handle Yahoo's Asian investments. The $50 million settlement covers about $1 billion of those accounts held by an estimated 200 million people. That's 25, per, 25 cents per person. Don't spend it all in one place. Good luck yeah, with that. Yeah, right? Oh, I was thinking, wow. Oh, my gosh. I hope I'm one of those uh, people that were in the breach, 200 million people, because I use Yahoo all the time back then. Then I'm looking at 25 cents per person. Crazy. That's nuts. Well, oh, well. Hopefully – um. Yeah, hopefully no one stole your identity. Hopefully yeah, it's easy come, easy go. Run- hopefully it's not a one-tough mother running around the Philippines. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Mega Millions. Yeah, it wasn't me, uh, unfortunately. Some lucky person may get a cash payout of $904 million after their Mega Millions ticket won the largest jackpot in U.S. lottery history on 10-23-2018. Uh, the winning ticket for $1.6 billion was sold in South Carolina and a total of 280 million Mega Millions tickets were sold for the event. That's almost one ticket per person in the country. Wow. Crazy. Because I think there's like 320 million in the U.S. So that's, that's an amazing amount so of tickets. That's so insane. I never thought of it that way. Well, you know, usually uh, usually there's like a handful of tickets that hit five numbers. I think this time there's like 36 tickets that hit five numbers. So makes sense that, that many more people were playing. I think even tonight, uh, the Powerball is like seven hundred million tonight. So these lotteries are crazy. That's you just wonder all this, why we're struggling so much as a country if we have all this, all this lottery money. 
Right. And, you know, my question was about the uh, Mega Millions. I was like, was that every country or was that every uh, state in the United States? And they said, no, 44 states. Yeah, 44 states. Which is insane. However, okay, so the six people that got the the, uh, five numbers, they won a million dollars. Right. That's insane. There was like 36 people and um, a couple of them did the, you could do like pay extra and get more. So like a couple of those people won 3 million, but the rest of them won a million each. Yeah. Wow. Karen, what would you do with $900 million? So many things. I mean, first of all, the tax, I mean, the interest alone, you wouldn't be able to spend it in your lifetime unless you bought a country. Like it'd be hard to spend all of that in your lifetime, but I mean, there'd be so many things like I would want to do, like help so many things in research and, and, you know, of course help the people I love. And it's just like, you know, I, but I never think about it because I really, I have no desire to be a 900 millionaire or, you know, billionaire. I don't, I really don't. I just never had that desire to be that wealthy. And I don't know if it was because I worked with wealthy people or what, but you know, I'd be happy to be a hundred thousand air. <laughs> right. Uh, we talked about, so I was talking about with Melissa, it, it would be very stressful. Very, very stressful. And, um, you know, and she's like, well, we could try, <laughs> we, we could try to deal with it. And uh, I don't know. I think we'd set up a lot of um, foundations for, to help, uh, domestic abuse and children and things like that. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Through. And the other thing I thought about too is I think in South Carolina, you don't have to disclose who you are. I think that's one of the few States that you don't have, it doesn't have to be, um, you don't have to be told like people don't have to come up forward and say it was mine or I had the winning ticket. I would, I was reading, huh? I was reading about that. I was reading about that. And um, I guess what makes sense, it makes sense that, they say, well, we have to make sure that people know that people are winning. If, if, if nobody's coming forward, they, it could be a whole, you know, the whole thing could be a fake. Oh, you know? yeah. So I, but I think there's ways around it, too. You can form an LLC. You can, you, there's ways around, like, putting your name out oh, there. The first thing I would do is I, I'd tell no one, and I'd hire an attorney, a financial advisor. I mean, like, I would, like, lock it down before anybody knew anything. Of course. And then from there, like, I'd still go to work. I, I mean, in fact, to be completely honest, I, I'd do some kind of work once I, if, even if I had the money, because you know me, I can't sit still for two seconds. Of course you can't. So, I, I mean, it would be, it would be fun. I think, I don't know. I have no idea what I do and I have no desire to win that amount of money. I just want to pay my taxes and be happy. Okay, Karen, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Um, mails in. Mails in? Yeah. Ready? Dear One Tough Mother, I am 38 and work with a woman named Elizabeth who is 56 years old. She is a hard worker and a great person, so we've become close friends. The only issue I have with Elizabeth is that she searches for men on dating sites. I'm not at all opposed to the dating sites, but Elizabeth is on three different sites with three different pictures in three different wigs, using three different names, wearing three different outfits, and posting three completely different profiles. <laughs> this is great. Uh, one day when the store was slow, Elizabeth showed me what she was doing, and I was blown away. She says she's been doing this for over a year, and she loves it. On one profile, she's a corporate executive. 
On the second, she's a hairstylist. And on the third, she's a biker chick. When I asked her uh, why she's doing what she's doing, she explained it's better odds. She showed me how one site is to attract the everyday Joe. One site is to target wealthy professionals. And one site is for men who are looking for someone fun, who loves adventure, travel, and a good time. She says this way she can experience many different types of men and really find the one who's perfect for her. In the last five months, Elizabeth has met and dated many men from each of these different sites. She is asked by these men to go on trips with them and usually gets a beautiful piece of jewelry or other gift from these men. One of the wealthier men, an older professional, whisked her away on an expensive trip, not once, but twice. And suddenly, however, now he has become possessive and verbally aggressive toward her. He demands that she settle down with him and stop dating around. He says he is deeply in love with her and that he can give her everything she needs. However, Elizabeth is not at all interested in settling down and continues to date around. I am very worried about her lifestyle. She told me I am the only one who knows about what she is doing and texts me where she is going, with whom, and for how long. I feel responsible to keep tabs on her and what she is doing, and I am scared. If I don't hear from her at least once a day when she is with one of her men, I panic and I hate it. One day I hadn't heard from her for over 24 hours and I was in a complete tizzy. I told my husband who was going, what was going on and what she was doing and he freaked. He told me to immediately tell Elizabeth that he does not want me to be involved with her game any longer and that she ha- is to find someone else to report to. He says he is sick. He says she is sick and a total wacko to impose her life on me and, and my life. I know he is right, but I'm worried if I, stop, if I tell her to stop reporting to me, she will continue to do what she is doing. And no one will know if something goes wrong and she needs help. She says, I'm the one person she can trust. What do you think I should do? Wow. Karen, you do. Wow. Are you kidding? <laughs> this woman is using this young woman. Right. I mean, he's 100% right. Like, first of all, who does all that? Did you ever know anybody that does all that, that goes on all these sites and, and makes up all this false stuff and tries to hook up with all these different people? I might have dated one of them. I don't know. Wow. I mean, I don't, I'm not real versed on the sites, but I, I don't, honey, I'm telling you right now, your husband's right on this one. This woman is just playing a game. She's playing with other people's lives. She's playing with your life because she has you in a tizzy. Is that what she said? A tizzy. She has you in a tizzy. Tizzy. He's 100% right. What do you say, Seth? I have to agree with you. I was like, <laughs> why is this your problem? This shouldn't be your problem. You don't like, Was she your daughter all of a sudden? This one's 20 years older than you. You don't need this aggravation in your life. Like she's, she's 56 years old. She's, you know, she's in an age where she could be responsible for herself. She doesn't need a... Um, uh, someone to you know keep tabs on her, and if she can't choose wisely who she goes out with, then that's that's her problem. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And you know what, Seth, as you read it, and as I'm rethinking all of it, I think this woman's like a narcissist. No, how could he right? say that? Like she's got like all the earmarks of like I'm not going to, you know, you're the only person I can tell, and. Making her feel like she's like responsible for her, and then um, it's insane. I mean, I, I don't really have a problem with the dating thing that she's doing. I mean, I don't have to say I agree with it, but it's it's her prerogative to do it. Just why are you dragging this girl into it and make, giving her a hard time? It's just 
She doesn't need that in her life. Wait, you don't have a problem with the dating thing? I, I don't say I agree with it, but she's she can do what she wants. You know, she's an adult. She can make she's fifty six years old. If she maybe she had a horrible life her whole life, and this is finally her way to have some fun or whatever. I mean, it could be dangerous. I understand the, the things she's doing, but she can do it if she wants to. But she doesn't have this. This woman doesn't have to babysit. Yeah, well, she's yeah, she can do what she wants, but she's imposing on this other person's life. Yeah. So I'm sorry to say, I I. 1000% agree with your husband. I think you should just simply tell her, look, um, you know, you're making your choice to do what you want to do. And, and I appreciate that it is your choice to do so. However, I don't want to be involved any longer. Agree. Okay. Wow. That's an interesting. We, wow. We both nailed that one on. It, it's just not fair, mm -hmm. not fair at all. And before we end the show, I want to say thank you so much to Genesis Jones for being our guest, our first musical guest. That was fun. I want to have more musicians on. I want them to come on and sing. What do you think about that? Me, 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 Not me, you, me, you, me. you, you, you. No. Okay. <laughs> no. So tonight, or today's mother says is, knowing how to think empowers you far beyond those who know only what to think. Think about that, bud. Anyway, okay. have a great week, everyone. Please, please be safe. You know, look out for the people around you and take care. Remember, kindness and love go a lot further than hate. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.